welcome back to the podcast. It feels a little surreal that there are only five weeks left in 2023, and then we're going to be jumping into 2024, which just sounds a little crazy. But due to the nature of the time of year that we're in, for a lot of people, this means a lot of change outside of our normal routines. Life is a little bit busier. The days are shorter. The weather is colder for a lot of us. We may have more social events and parties, more situations where we're surrounded by food. We're also around more seasonal food that may entice us a little bit more. Work may be busier with deadlines around the end of the year coming up or preparing for the holiday season and taking time off around the holidays. There may be a lot going on. And for one reason or another, you could be finding yourself in a situation where you're letting certain routines slip to the side or you're finding healthier habits slip to the side. Or maybe before the holiday season, you were working on some kind of goal around your health or your fitness or personal development or your career, and you're finding that you're getting distracted, you're less focused, or as a whole, it's just kind of slipped your mind. You're not prioritizing it anymore. And maybe those things are still on your mind, but you're finding yourself thinking things like, I'm going to get back to it on Monday, or I'm going to let myself off the hook for the rest of this week and just start over next week. Or I have a lot going on right now. I'm just going to refocus on this in the new year. Maybe you found yourself this past week feeling like you were overindulging, eating things that aren't deemed, you know, your ideal healthy foods. And maybe it felt like you were slipping away from some of your healthier habits or slipping away from how you feel like you should be eating if you're focused on your health or your fitness or your body composition. And then maybe you found yourself thinking, well, if I'm already eating like this, I know there's a lot going on through the rest of the year, through the rest of the holiday season. Maybe I'll just wait until 2024 when I can really refocus. There's going to be less going on and I can go all in then. Or maybe you found yourself on the weekend after Thanksgiving continuing to eat things that felt like you were being too indulgent or overindulging, or maybe you found yourself eating things or in ways that didn't feel very healthy to you. And you found yourself in your brain saying, well, I've already been eating like this for the past couple of days, and I kind of still want to keep eating like this. So I'll just get back to trying to eat better on Monday. The examples can go on and on and on because this can look so different. And there can be so many different contexts where this may come up for us, but these are examples of what would be considered black and white or all or nothing or dichotomous thinking. And this kind of thinking is normal. It's so normal. And there are a number of reasons why our brains may lean into thinking this way, right? So I think sometimes people recognize that that's their line of thinking and they think maybe they're lazy or there's something wrong with them or they're just not capable or they don't want it enough or whatever the case may be because they see other people getting right back into things or sticking with their goals better, which one, we never really know what's going on in someone else's brain or their life or what they're really doing, no matter how much we think we might. But two, even if someone 
is more quote unquote disciplined or gets right back to their healthier eating habits or, you know, whatever the case may be, I've just kind of taken healthier eating and ran with it because I think that serves as such a easy example for people to relate to or comprehend. But even the person who does that, they may still have all or nothing thinking thoughts come up. They may still have all or nothing or black and white thoughts go through their head. They might just handle those kinds of thoughts a little bit differently. So again, I just want to reiterate and drive home the point that if those kinds of thoughts, the I'll get back to it next week, I'll start over on Monday, you know, whatever you can find yourself in a place where it feels like or is kind of an all or nothing scenario for you, you're either in it or you're not, you're either doing the thing or you're not, or finding yourself in a place where you're just kind of writing it off until you feel like you can focus on it more or prioritize it better or go more all in on the thing. None of those lines of thinking mean that you're lazy or that you're incapable or that you have some sort of mindset that is less driven towards success than someone else. And thinking in an all or nothing way, again, there's so many reasons why our brains may end up going that route. And it's not bad or wrong, but it can make us less likely to cultivate and maintain the kinds of habits and behaviors that we want or it may make it less likely for us to see success with our goals, which is where the problem lies. And so whether you can recognize it in the moment or not, oftentimes this is not where our brains go in the moment when we're thinking this way, but this kind of thinking is likely hindering your progress for whatever it is that you are striving for, whether that be a very specific goal or it be just striving to be the kind of person who exercises more consistently or who has healthier eating habits or who's trying to keep your life together better or is working on a side hustle. So while your brain may be saying that you are too busy or you have too much going on right now and you can just wait until the new year to refocus, the holiday season is actually an amazing time to practice thinking in the gray area. The gray area being the space between the all or the nothing. You can call it the gray area, the messy middle, whatever your brain comprehends best. But whether or not your actual behaviors end up changing and you end up working towards sticking with a specific behavior or routine or cultivating some kind of habit, building the skills of thinking Thinking more flexibly is going to help you achieve whatever changes you're hoping to make in 2024. So what you can do, again, maybe let's say you are working towards exercising more regularly and having healthier eating habits, but this just is not the time of year for you, for you to really focus on those. What you can do is use this time of year to practice challenging your black and white thoughts and making decisions that lie somewhere in between, right? So understand that our brains and the way that we think and our thoughts are not just so, are not just who we are. Your thoughts are not you, if you will. And the way you think also is not set in stone. Sure, we can't control all the thoughts that go through our mind, but we can cultivate skills with our mind and with our thoughts 
that can help us dramatically when it comes to changing our behaviors and becoming the kind of people that we want to be or establishing certain habits and routines that are going to get us where we want to go or see success in whatever our goals are or become the person that we want to be. So you can look at this as a skill to build in practice. And so if you've noticed that you tend to think this way and that these kinds of mindsets or this line of thinking is hindering your progress in some way or is holding you back from getting what you want, then you can start to improve these skills. Then I want you to do these three things. So one, notice when your brain is thinking in an all or nothing, black and white, only two option kind of way. It can be really easy to not even notice our thoughts and just act based upon them without even realizing that we're doing so. But if we're able to slow down and pay more attention to our thoughts, we're going to be able to notice when these kinds of thoughts are coming up. So the first is that we have to be able to recognize and notice them and pay attention to them. Otherwise, Our brain is just going to go to something else. Our attention is going to be on something else. And we may continue to act out of those all or nothing thoughts. Number two is to pause, right? Instead of having any sort of reaction, whether that reaction is, you know, another thought or immediately taking action, just pause and let your thoughts just be thoughts before automatically reaching for another cookie And take a second to pause and recognize what your brain is saying and the dichotomous nature of them. And by just letting your thoughts be thoughts, there doesn't need to be any judgment or meaning assigned to these thoughts. It's just something your brain said, possibly from previous experiences. It doesn't mean this is how you truly think or feel about the situation or that you need to act based on it. And then three... Now that you've brought more attention to what your brain is saying and you've paused for a second to just let your thought be like a third party neutral sentence, it's then easier to kind of take your own power back and choose your own thoughts and actions from there. So you can offer yourself an option that's somewhere in the middle of all or nothing, or you can think of it as like a compromise with yourself, meeting yourself in the middle. So for example, if you can't do your full workout for one reason or another, you could do half of your workout instead of just dropping it completely. That's somewhere in between doing it versus not at all. Or if you notice that you're continuing to eat things outside of what you think you should be for the goals that you have, you could choose to add some vegetables to your meals or aim to eat a little bit slower or prioritize the things that you know align better with your goals and continue to have the things that may not align quite as well with your goals, but just eat smaller portions. Instead of electing to say, well, screw it, I'm just going to eat whatever until Monday. So when you find yourself in between knowing what you feel like the right or ideal option is and something that lies outside of that, you can always ask yourself, What's an option that would meet in the middle here? How can I compromise with myself? And then you're practicing choosing from a place of meeting yourself in the middle. Noticing that you're thinking this way is a skill. Pausing and viewing your thoughts more neutrally and not assigning meaning to them or making them mean anything is a skill. 
and offering your brain a different thought or a different choice is a skill as well. So even if you just start with the awareness and noticing, you can start building that skill and then start to improve upon that. And it may not feel like it's enough. It may not feel like it's doing a whole lot. But again, these are the kinds of skills that are going to help you so much down the road. They may not feel like they're doing anything in the moment, but the impact down the road is so huge. We can really make such a big difference in our decisions and our habits and our behaviors when we're able to cultivate the skills to pause, offer our brains a new thought, and think and act in the gray area or messy middle instead. And if you find yourself in a scenario where you feel like you completely let go of your goals, instead of wallowing in shame and guilt and feeling incapable or feeling like, why bother? Recognize you're, you are human. <laughs> we are human beings. We do have flaws. Maybe get curious as to why whatever happened happened and get back to going for more balanced choices the next day. Realize ultimately we're the one who is assigning meaning to our actions. And if you're listening to this and you're like, okay, but Brianna, I find myself being able to think in the gray area, but that doesn't mean I follow through with that decision. I still end up making the all or nothing decision or the decision that doesn't align well with what I ultimately want or the goal that I have. Cool. That's great that you can recognize that. And as with most things, I would be able to provide a much more detailed answer depending on the specific context of what your situation is. But for the purposes in the use of this podcast, the first thing I would say is to get curious. Let yourself explore your own thoughts and behaviors in a neutral, non-judgmental way. When you offer your brain a behavior that lives in the gray area or the messy middle and you don't end up doing it, what other thoughts are there? What feelings are there? Are there thoughts or feelings that you're avoiding? Is there anything surrounding the situation that's influencing your decisions or behaviors? What's really going on? And by nature of getting curious, you're looking for data or making observations without necessarily too much attachment to whatever you may find. Again, we're the one who makes meaning out of things. So it's really helpful when getting curious, again, to think about things in a neutral, non-judgmental way and just let them be what they are without assigning meaning. Let's say you plan to go work out and you don't feel like it or don't have time to do your full workout and you notice your brain saying, you know what, it's not worth doing today. I'm just going to work out tomorrow instead. And you're able to notice those thoughts, pause, and counteract and say, okay, I know it would be still beneficial for me to go and do a few exercises, yet you find yourself still electing to stay on the couch anyways. And just as a quick sidebar, pivoting and adjusting your plans and behaviors is fine and a useful tool to use and be able to say, okay, this is not going to happen today, but I can make it happen tomorrow. The issue is when we're saying that often, we're putting things off until tomorrow often and it's leading us to not follow through or hinder our progress no matter how much we may wholeheartedly mean it when we say, I'm going to do it tomorrow, if we notice 
a pattern starting to form where we're saying I'm going to do it tomorrow or, you know, something like that. And then it's not happening or it's really making a difference in the frequency of which we're following through with the thing. Then that's something to look at. But going back to the example, we need to look at where is the disconnect. And this is where getting curious and getting investigative with yourself can provide really useful insight into what other pieces of the puzzle were missing here. What might be leading you to make the choices that you're making? And there are so many things that could be factoring into this. But to provide some examples, maybe you're viewing it as a should or have to, and that's creating more resistance to doing the thing. Maybe you're only thinking of the reasons why you don't feel like or want to do the thing. Maybe you're letting yourself off the hook too easily. Maybe you're having your brain focus on reasons you don't want to do the thing instead of why you do want to do the thing. Maybe you feel overwhelmed and the action seems like way too much in the moment, in which case you can try focusing on just one action at a time to start get the ball rolling, like just putting your shoes on, just focusing on that task. Can I put my shoes on? Yes. Okay. Can I grab my keys? Yes. Okay. Can I get my headphones, put them in? get some jams going? Yes. All right. Maybe how the thing is portrayed in your mind right now, it is a huge option. It is open for discussion when maybe for you, it may be more beneficial to view it as a non-negotiable or something that's not open for discussion, not open to entertain thoughts and ideas of not doing it. Or maybe for you, it would be really helpful to provide yourself with another option. Like, okay, I'm noticing I'm short on time and I really don't feel like doing this. I can either go to the gym and do just 30 minutes of my normal strength training workout, or I can go for a 30 minute walk. There are a lot of things that you can try here, but bringing it back, ultimately you want to get curious about your own thoughts and behaviors. Hmm. I notice myself doing this. Okay. Why might that be? What can I explore trying to do that may work better? And sometimes in the moment when instant gratification is right in front of us, we may not be focused on or kind of forget about why our goals are important to us or, you know, really the fact that that we had something that we were striving for and working on. You can also ask yourself, once you're able to bring more awareness to when you're leaning into things that aren't aligned with your goals, what would my future self be thankful that I did in this moment? Or maybe you spend time thinking about your goals every day and thinking about why they're important to you. Or maybe you have something small in your notes app that you know when you're starting to make a decision that differed from what your intention was or what you had planned to make that, again, didn't align with your goals are something that you're working on, you can know, okay, I can go pull up my notes app and just have a few words reminding myself what my goals are and why and the type of person I want to be. And just use that to help you refocus. Because when we aren't in the midst of feeling really motivated or aren't laser focused on whatever our goals are, 
it can be really easy to pick the all or nothing types of choices. And this is also a skill to practice, to bringing yourself back to reminding yourself and honing in on who you want to be, what you're striving for, what you desire. And it doesn't mean any of these things are going to work perfectly. Again, we are human beings, but whether it works all the time or not, it's still going to help push you along and help keep you on your desired path. So just to reiterate and tie things up in a little bow, you may find yourself thinking things like, I'll get back to it on Monday. I'll refocus next week. I'll just start over in the new year. And it may feel really good for your brain to say things like that and for that to be your intention or for you to feel that way. When in reality, that line of thinking is really hindering progress, right? Being all in or all out isn't going to get you or keep you as far as if you're able to hone in on cultivating the skills of thinking in the messy middle gray area. What you can do is notice your thoughts. Notice when you're thinking in these ways, having these kinds of thoughts. Pause. Allow your thoughts to be just what they are. We don't have to assign meaning to them. And practice offering your brain something in the middle ground. Offering your brain a compromise or something in the gray area in between the all or nothing black and white frame. And then you can practice actually following through with whatever the gray area decision may be for you. So I hope this was helpful. This can be such a funky time of year to continue to work on things or to handle overwhelm and stress and continue to prioritize the things that we want to strive for or work on being the type of person that we want to be. But if nothing else, it's a really great time to practice these mindset skills that are going to have so much carryover to help you see more success when you are able to give it more time and focus and energy and effort. So if you have any questions about any of this, feel free to reach out to me either via Instagram or via my email. Both are linked in the show notes. It's always so appreciated when you send this to someone and share the show. That is all I have for you today. I hope you have a wonderful day and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you.